Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. And I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. Appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast right there on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the WDBO app, and WDBO.com. Also, check me out on the radio each and every weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us in the WDBO app. Well, I don't have to tell you, especially if you've been to the gas station or even the grocery store recently, that it is a very frustrating and very stressful time right now. Many American families are being suffocated by this 40-year high inflation that we're seeing. And many families are also being strangled by exorbitant gas prices. The nation's average price exceeds over $4 a gallon right now. So Americans are feeling the pinch big time. And I think the common sense approach would be for the Biden administration to finally unshackle our oil and gas industry to where they can start drilling on federal lands. But this administration, despite what it tries to sell the American public, is in fact dissuading these companies by doing so and has done since day one of the Biden administration. It's the old sleight of hand. On one hand, the White House is telling the American public, hey, blame it on big oil for not drilling out there. Those federal lands are wide open. On the other hand, they're signaling to those companies, don't you dare drill. And now, now you have Democrats in Congress coming up with plans to deal with high gas prices. These plans include the possibility of $300 per month to families with at least two kids to deal with the exorbitant gas prices. Wait a minute. Isn't that how we got into this inflation predicament in the first place? Way too much government money out there in the private sector? It's craziness. Absolute craziness. But anyway, I decided to go to the source. Gifford Biggs is his name. He is the Gulf Coast Regional Director for the American Petroleum Institute. This is one of the bad guys, according to the Biden administration. Anyway, here's that chat now. Let's start with this question. Our average price for a gallon of gas right now here in Orlando, as reported by Gas Buddy, is 402. So it's come down a little bit here lately. We're being told right now, though, that those prices are likely headed upward again early next week. So you tell us, what is driving the current price increases right now, Gifford? Well, I mean, you know, you've got to. Uh, the price of gasoline follows the price of oil, which is a global commodity, uh, which essentially follows the, the, the laws of supply and demand. And as we've come out of the pandemic and, and resumed our lives, we've seen growing demand for energy uh, across the world. And it's taken supply a while to catch up. And we're still trying to catch up to the to the demand increase that we've seen. And you know, Americans here, the, the oil and gas industry, we are doing what we can to ramp up production as quickly as possible. 
but we need concrete policies from the administration looking forward to ensure that we can we can do that. Uh, you know, we just did a, a poll across Florida, you know, and eight out of 10 uh, Florida voters believe that producing natural gas oil and oil here in the United States can help lower energy costs uh, for Americans. And so, you know, we're, we're doing what we can to, to try and grow supply as quickly as possible. I would think that's common sense. I mean, the Biden administration has been playing word games uh, about being energy independent, but the fact of the matter is we are not energy independent here in the United States. So you tell me, is, is it because of the, the lack of messaging from the White House, the, the, the lack of, you know, an, an okay from the White House? Why are oil companies reluctant to drill on, on the federal land here in the U.S. Under the previous administration, we were producing nearly 30 million barrels of oil per day, and we're we're you know producing a little over 11 million barrels of oil per day uh, as we try to ramp up from the from you know from being shut down from the pandemic. But the challenge is, is since this administration has come in, they have you know essentially made true on the promises they made on the campaign trail. You know they've shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Um, you know, we've we've seen a halt on leasing in federal lands and federal waters. Uh, we've seen regulations coming out of, of FERC that regulates pipelines and infrastructure investments. And so, you know, if you're an investor in the oil and gas industry, or you're an oil and gas company, and you're you're looking to make you know multi-million billion-dollar investments to produce in in offshore Gulf of Mexico or even onshore, uh, you know. You're having to think twice about those investments because you don't know what policy is around the corner and whether you're going to be able to make those investments back. So, you know, while we're seeing companies, you know, begin to step up and move forward as quickly as possible, they're not we're not able to do everything we could be doing because we're having to be very careful and think through our investment decisions. Sure. What, what do you make of the politicians on the left side of the aisle recently vilifying the oil and gas industry, Gifford? I mean, you know, it, 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 it's unfortunate. Um, you know, when prices are going up, uh, you've got a, a war going on. And so, unfortunately, people, you know, want to find someone to cast, cast blame on to. And, and uh, you know, initially it was Russia. Now we're now we're switching over to the energy industry because, you know, the, unfortunately, the policies that are being put, put in place and the rhetoric that is being talked about is, you know, pushing that, you know, suppressing investment by uh, the energy industry. Uh, and so, you know, Floridians support domestically produced energy. The, you know, the poll that we just ran was eight out of 10, nearly 88 percent support um U.S. developing our own sources of energy rather than relying on the world. Yet there's also, you know, there's some that that want to, you know, see an energy transition happen sooner than than reality. Mm-hmm. And you know, the oil, the oil and natural gas industry, our energy industry, is going to come from fossil fuels for the foreseeable future. EIA just did a report that says that we're going to be the oil and gas is going to be the dominant source of energy through 2050. Uh, but someone, you know, someone's got to take the blame for for rising prices, and and, and Russia's, you know, got it for a while, and and now some are shifting it to the energy industry. What's it going to take, Gifford, in your opinion, for the Biden administration to finally say, you know what, let's go ahead and have that green plan going forward, but let's go ahead and become energy independent. Let's become the world's largest exporter of oil and gas, and let's take the bad guys from around the world, be it Russia or Venezuela or whoever, out of that equation. What's it going to take for this administration to realize that? Man, I, you know, that's a that's a that's a great question, and you know, I would think that as prices 
continue to rise, they're going to have to continue to to maybe relook at the, at their energy policy. Um, it's going to take the people around this country, you know, asking enough questions where they turn to American energy producers and say, okay, what is it really going to take? What policies do we have to roll back? You know, what 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 can we do to really ramp up um, even more aggressively than we're doing energy production right now? What are the restrictions and and that we're putting in place. And, you know, if the White House and, and the president and his administration come forward and say, listen, we were wrong about our approach to the energy industry. We believe in a transition, but we want to partner with the oil and natural gas industry for the next, you know, 25, you know, 25 years to ensure that we've got reliable, abundant, cheap, you know, American produced energy. I think you would see the country rally to support that approach. Um, but, you know, politics and, you know, often sort of skew the lens and how people look things. So, uh, you know, I'm not so sure that we're going to see that that transition happen in the administration anytime soon. Thanks to the American Petroleum Institute's Gifford Biggs for the chat here on the Inez Says podcast. Find me on the radio each and every weekday morning, Orlando's morning news, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.